Welcome back to the Biz With Kids podcast. This episode is with a good friend of mine called Michael Haffenden, or as I like to call him, Haffo, because I've known him for years. Uh, Haffo is a videographer and content creator, and he's absolutely fantastic at it. Uh, he's done loads of work for some good sporting professionals and also some cool businesses as well. He gives loads of tips of how to create good, engaging content, whether it be for yourself or for a business. Uh, and we also chat a lot about motivation and taking advantage of opportunities in, in front of you throughout this. Uh, I found it as a, a really good discussion uh, and I really do hope you find some value in it. Uh, before we start, I'd love it if you could click subscribe if the podcast platform you're listening to this on allows you to. If you're listening on Spotify, give it a follow. It really does help and it means the world to me. So let's crack on with the show. Welcome to the Liam Kiz Audio Experience, brought to you by Equip, and this is Biz with Kiz. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast Biz with Kiz. Uh, I'm here today with a very good friend of mine. Really looking forward to this episode. It's Mike. How are we, Mike? All right. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Happy to be on the uh, Biz with Kids finally. You know. I know it's been yes. it's been in the making for a while, hasn't it? For, for anyone I know, Mike person, he's been a he's been a good friend of mine for for a few years now. But it's Mike Haffenden, um, and if you're really posh, you say Michael Haffenden. Michael, yeah. If, if you're my mother, you call me Michael, or um, or if I, <laughs> yeah, generally if I'm in if I'm in trouble, Sarah calls me Michael sometimes. If I'm yeah, <laughs> Mike is fine. Mike is absolutely yeah. fine. We'll, we'll we'll go we'll go with Mike. So, uh, Mike, yeah. uh, let everybody else know about what, what you get up to as a, as a day job. Yeah, so I'm basically a content creator. And um, look, it's, it's, a, it's a, pretty, um, a pretty broad title, but it's, it's, it's a sort of content creator, filmmaker. Um, and I make content, video content generally for my clients, like... Um, you know, whatever it is that they they want, really, like video style for sort of for Instagram, um, you know, social media, that sort of thing. Uh, I've also just recently started uploading myself on on YouTube, so sort of it's sort of um, head, heading over to that side of things as well. So, um, but yeah, mostly content creation and like videography, that sort of thing. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm a big fan of of your work, and I always say that like your the quality that you seem to get out of a camera is is ridiculous. It can only be explained as as witchcraft. I was showing show, show my partner Lucy, and I was just like gobsmacked. I was like, oh my word, how does he get it like that? That good? I don't know. It just it looks like you're there when when you do it. So it's either you or the camera. I can't I can't make out where the talent is. Really best. Ah, it's just it's just the camera that lasts. Just... <laughs> Spend a few grand on a camera, you can do the same. Yeah. I also enjoy, so, as you said, the content side of what you do. Because obviously your videography mm. is, a, is, is, a, is a big part of it. And you do make good yeah. long-form videos as well. But content yeah. now is such an important thing in, in this day and age, in terms of business, in terms of showing what, what, what you're doing, even just on a social level of you know, taking mm. photos and, and whatever. But you're... Um, short like short clippets are really engaging as well. I find. Um, what was the one? Which I... it feels like it feels like when so the role of I feel like which I do of a content creator or videographer, whatever you want to title it. Look, there's there's plenty of different names out there for it. It almost sort of feels like sometimes you're doing as much of a marketing role for a company as you are just creating content because 
lots of the time, you know, if you get called in somewhere and someone says, like, let's arrange a meeting, it feels like lots of the time they're sort of coming at you with quite often a blank canvas and they're like, we want to sell this product. How can we do it? Yeah. And you find yourself sitting in the team meeting, almost feeling like one of their team and being like, well, how about we approach it from this way? Or, you know, it's as much of planning a strategy for something as it is actually making the videos. And obviously what I'll bring to the table is I'll say, right, this is what's realistic, what we can make, this is what we can produce. Um, and then, you know, if anyone's got ideas in terms of, well, okay, let's do a series. That's like series of videos or are oh, we want uh, Instagram content for every day of the week for this week? Um, how can we do that? And it's like, it's very much such, it is such a broad role because you sort of become, yeah, like part of the marketing team almost for that company. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand what you what you mean. Yeah, something which I've sort of picked up from your content as well is that you're, you know, I mean, you you go to picking up loads of different events, but I would say one of the, the hardest things to film is sports because of the uncertainty of what's going to happen next. Uh, you where you when when you're in a sports environment, you don't know if so and so is going to cross the ball over that way, or so and so is going to punch that bag, or uh, or someone's going to hit it in that direction. And when you when I watch your sports stuff, it's so boom, 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 boom. And you seem to capture all the moments. Do you, would you say that's a, a, a skill or something that you've had to practice on? Or, you know, what, what, what's your thoughts on, on yeah. sports? Obviously, I've, I've practiced. But, I mean, so, okay. Like, being real, obviously, you only see the, the takes that, that way. You know, like, I, in terms of what I show on Instagram, I'll pick the best, like... Say someone's boxing, I'll pick the shot where I've nailed it every time, where I've nailed the, the punch, 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 punch. There's yeah. plenty of shots where it's like, like this is a really weird comparison, but in a way it's like, you know, you get good at football, yeah, say you're a defender. You sort of can sort of predict, I think he's probably going to go that way, and you can sort of follow that. So when, it, when you're filming, in a way, it's like, because I've done, if say it's a sport that I've filmed a lot of, you sort of get to know what people are going to do. Yeah. So like if you see someone sort of starting to move that way, you can think, okay, he's probably going to go for something like that. And then you can sort of predict it. But more often than not, you get it wrong and you end up swinging the camera back around and trying something else. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like it because it's it's raw, isn't it? And yeah. sometimes that, that camera movement, like you say, even if you do mess it up a bit, there's something kind of cool about not only fooling the opponent if it's boxing say but you're also sort of tricking the cameraman and like mm. the cameraman's gone the wrong way as well and it's sort of adds to that so <laughs> yeah in a sense it's like you know yeah it, i don't get it right every time and like yeah. you say you see the good takes it's the problem with social media isn't it you see you just see the good stuff and yeah the, the stuff that doesn't quite hit goes you know yeah. it's lost just, in the, just, the hard drive sort of thing all the files of my outtakes of me saying things wrong <laughs> making up words uh oh your tiktok outtakes <laughs> and that yeah, <laughs> you could probably make a highlight reel of all the outtakes. The probably be boss as well. Yeah, probably be probably boss. Than the real stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, anyway, you, thing, we, chatted about, we chatted about sports content. Um, you, mm. I know you personally, obviously. What outside yeah. of of capturing? Do, do you enjoy sport? A little bit, lovely. Do the odd bit of sport, and like, uh, I'm not massively into it. Like, I, I like going in the gym, that yeah. sort of thing. Like couple of times a week, not even much, but uh, I like to stay active a little bit. But to be honest with you, like genuinely, like the sort of work that I do when, you know, we're not locked down in the offices yeah. and stuff, 
they're, they're long days. And like, you know, back when I used to do uh, running especially, or or like as in, so when I say running, I mean as in like in the TV sense of running, not, not physically running. Um, you know, you'd be, you'd be in for 7.30, 7 o'clock, and you wouldn't get home till 8 or 9. So, you know, they're long days. And mm. don't do that so much now. It's not what I enjoy, but, you know, trying to focus on my own sort of business myself. But mm. um, when you're on, on your feet a lot, like the need to go out for a run or something, it doesn't feel like it's that important to me well, yeah because you you are probably burning the calories while, on your while you're feet. working yeah. exactly exactly i don't want to lose any more weight do you know what i mean so i just <laughs> um yeah. I, i'll end up with nothing on me so yeah yeah no i'm the same i'm, I'm trying i'm trying to gain muscle at the moment while in lockdown yeah i'm fine yeah dead hard. but uh yeah exactly. I, I i can i can back you on that thing because you know we play five aside on a, on a monday evening and there'll be times mm-hmm. when you've put in the whatsapp group Oh, I can't make it because I've been I've been yeah. working all day, and you mm-hmm. you, you you don't sometimes for pe- maybe for people who aren't in a in a role where you are having to be on your feet, quick movements yeah. all, all the time, you know it it does take it out of you. It is exercise within itself, isn't it? Um, Definitely. If, I mean, gimbals, cameras, they're heavy. You know, like yeah. carrying lights and tripods and stuff. It does, especially sometimes you get to a job and like you just you know. You've got the whole unloading all the kit and then lugging it around from room to room while the client wants to do different bits. So yeah, it can be a workout in itself, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, if 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 sport isn't the the main way that you, you switch off, what what do you do in your in your own time? Maybe is it going out for food with Sarah? Is it? Nah, is it yeah, that? probably. I like listening to music a lot. To be honest, like obviously, like everyone, I like I like watching a bit of Netflix. I like relaxing like that, but. Generally, I, I like listening to music and yeah. just just chilling. Um, I like gaming as well, so I play play the old PS4, a bit of that. Yeah. But honestly, nothing too exciting. Nothing don't too... Think, uh, I don't too think I've got you on PS4. We'll have to, we'll have to sort that out. That, <laughs> I, mean, I was flicking through, right, your your uh, YouTube channel, and yeah. I, I was seeing some of the videos like eight years ago, and I was like... yeah. Flip her neck, eight yeah. years ago, and there's Michael Lavender on Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it all began. That's how it all began. There's like a nice little segue in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, like so, I, I started doing that years ago, and then um, always been into the gaming. But that's sort of how I, through gaming, that's sort of how I got into making videos because mm-hmm. at the time everyone was like, you know, you know what it was like, people making little montages of their, their like best like quick scopes and snipes on, on Call of Duty. Yeah. And but that that sort of sparked that interest in actually I quite like putting together videos myself. And you know, it, it sort of that was a way of which I could do it. Cause at the time you don't didn't have a camera and stuff like that. So it's you know possible to oh I can film my screen. I can I can like get my footage from the game and put something together with that. So yeah then that just sort of sparked the curiosity then. And you know what? Like, I could do this different. But, it, I mean, there was a big gap in between, you know. Like, mm. um, it wasn't an instant realisation. It's probably more of a gradual thing, you know. Yeah, but it's shown that there was sort of a spark for, for creating Definitely. important content out there at quite an early age. Well, but even before that then, before you started yeah. making them videos, was, was, was it always going to be something creative for you to go down as a creatrice or... 
Well, I think and one of the conversations I have with a lot of people, um, probably sort of a lot of people, I think it's really important that basically when you go to school, I think one of the things that really gets pushed, pushed towards lads and, or, or girls in school is, you know, you got to go to uni, you've got to take this academic route. And while like, I think that's great and it works for, for lots of people and, you know, in terms of getting a job for me, it, you know, I'm not trying to say I wasn't good in school because I, I was all right in school. I was, you know, top sets for everything. Like, but all right. <laughs> it was sort of like a, you know, I could definitely have done something else. And the problem with school is the teachers just push you towards, oh, you know, you're getting to, like these grades. You should go to uni. You could get this degree in, I don't know, for example, yeah. law or whatever it is. You, you know, you're clever enough to do that. You should do that. And, you're not, there's no sort of, hang on, you could do something else. Like, there's, there was none of that. So through school, I had no idea what I wanted to do, honestly. It got to a point where in sixth form, I was like, I'm going to study. I just thought, you know, you've got all these people like, I mean, not, look, no disrespect to them, but like you've got like people just saying to you, you know, why don't you pursue law or whatever? And yeah. so that's what I thought I was going to do. Genuinely, I got to that point. I was like, doing my exams like to study law and I got to a point where I just thought in, I was year 13 I was writing me me statements that you had to do mm. I just thought there is no way that for the next four or five years or however long it takes I want to be buried in books doing this subject and one of my friends took a um, left sixth form and took a course in something like radio I think it was it was like sound engineering or something yeah and at the time, I just thought, I am so jealous of him. Like, I'm yeah. going to be doing this boring subject, and he's out there, like, testing microphones and doing all whatever it was. Yeah. Like, genuinely interesting stuff, like making a radio show or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thought, I'm so jealous of that. But then there's a big stigma because amongst people, they go, like, ah, oh, what, you want to do uh, a media degree or you want to do a degree like that's a nothing subject like that you're not gonna get a good job doing that or it's like that's a yeah that's a subject that's like uh what do people even say it's like uh yeah just like an easy degree or whatever and yeah no okay, i had that. Really. I, like it, i did football business and, marketing and people were just like oh what's that that's just that's just playing fifa isn't it <laughs> i was like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, no, it's I, true though and it's yeah. true yeah, no, I am. Um, like, you can't go on. Yeah, no, I was quite lucky in a way because I, I caught on to that when I was 16. So when I finished my GCSE years, um, I, was, I was all set for doing A-levels um, at, at high school. And um, it, was me, it was me grandma, of all people. She came up to me and was like, you don't really want to do that, do you? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, I've, t- I've found this in the newspaper. And it was Everton Football College doing a football course. And uh, the oh. two days before sixth form started, I jibbed off sixth form and um, went to Everton Football College. And at first, oh, sweet. I, I got a phone call straight away from St. Margaret's and they were like, you, your grades are too good for, for, to do that. You should be doing A-levels. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm, 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 I'm going for it. And uh, I absolutely loved it. And I got, I was a, it was a, yeah. a, the course was a B-Tech. It was a, I'd say it's a, it was a bit less rigid than what BTECs are now. So, because I used to play football every afternoon, it was great. Um, but 
it, it still got it got me into university. And even yeah. when I when I went to university, it was the thankfully the uni that I went to were very big on complementary curriculum and they were very honest and said, Look, if you come here, you if you want to be a success afterwards, you need to take the complementary stuff seriously, the work experience, all these things to build up your skill set yeah. just as much as this. Um, even though it's complimentary, we can't force you to do it because you're paying for the degree. But we value this just as much. And they did that. That's how they did the sports entrepreneurship competition. I became a winner of that with a quit. Oh. And that's how my, my journey set off. So for me, uni was yeah. good, but because my u- my university... It's like, I mean, it just reminds me. Genuinely, I think the worst advice I ever heard was in school. And in year 11 or year 12 before sixth form, it was like, your grades determine what postcode, what postcode you'll live in when you're older. Well, at the time, rubbish. <laughs> at the time, I remember thinking like, "Oh, that's that's true. That like I've got to do well and got to study a good degree. You know, like what grades you get determine what course you can do in uni, and then that determines how much money you earn." And in hindsight, that's the worst advice you can give a kid ever. Really, it's like saying you have to do something that's academic. Or you have to do well in school, otherwise you're never gonna. You know you're gonna. I don't even know what it means really. It's just bad advice. Yeah. And that's that is genuinely what's given to kids, especially when schools want to get these great Ofsted results and they want to get these great. They want to rank high in the you know whatever it is yeah. in the the school ranking system. So they'll tell kids they need to do this and that. And mm. yeah, so I'm so glad that I I was a bit late, but I got there in the end and like. Yeah. You know, I think some one way or the other, if I'd have gone done something academic in uni, I would have hated it and I'd have ended up doing this anyway. So yeah, it is what it is, isn't it, really? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, so you, you did that and you, you came to that realisation yeah. near the end of year 13 and then it was videography and yeah. and, and, and marketing media from yeah. and on. Um, yeah. So what, what... Literally, yeah. What, what do you think are, are the next steps for for you then in, in your career what do you want to achieve what do you want to accomplish with what you're doing um i want to grow uh, i'm sort of working on growing my own personal brand a little bit more mm. at the moment uh i'm sort of dabbling with the whole youtube world so i'm starting to upload on there every week because mm. uh, that, that's something i did in the past and i want to sort of do again and yeah i would just like to start um you know, I just want to expand my sort of client base and, you know, just carry on doing what I'm doing, really, because I, I really enjoy what I'm doing. And mm. it would be nice to just sort of scale that up a tiny bit. That's mm. really where I'm at with it. Just everything's great. I know I can I know I know can make good content for people. I've got the skills. I've got the tools here. It's just about sort of scaling that up a bit more now and getting, yeah. you know, that's well, it, literally. Well, what would you say is the best strategy for 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 you to pick up more clients. I'm just interested to, to hear how, you know, is it, is it cold? Um, for is, me. Is it making your own content and proving how good you are? How, how do you see it? It, for me, I think it's just about, I mean, this is like the, the, the classic thing. There's a, I think there's a couple of elements to it. I think networking, obviously it sounds so obvious, but the more work you go out and do for other people, that's most of my early clients have come from just network. Like I would do a bit of work for one person and then, then they might 12 months down the line, refer me to someone else and they'll, they'll call me and say, I've, I've spoke to this person. You did the good video for them or this company 
uses you for their videos like we've seen it blah blah, blah. so that's one way and then yeah the second one so that that gets you so far especially obviously in the in this current climate that sort of thing works but it's also quite difficult because like it's a bit more tricky to network at the moment isn't it you can't go out and meet people sure, yeah. uh, so the second thing is having a an online footprint essentially a digital footprint and for me i'm creating videos on youtube at the moment about aimed at you know small business owners who maybe don't have the skills currently to make their own videos mm. or even you know people who are looking into getting in video making themselves so in doing that it gives me something to do gets me active gets me out and about gets me filming stuff where ordinarily i might have been sat around waiting for work to come in yeah and um it means that people will see you know if someone's searching up how to do say a food video for example say you're a restaurant and you think i want to make a nice nice video to advertise our new dish on instagram for example mm. if someone searches how to make slick looking uh, food videos restaurant videos yeah. if my if my name is at the top of that list or if my name is on that list the person might watch my video think hmm that's like that's that's really good but i don't have time to do that so they might reach out to me and say look would how much do you charge to actually come in and do that yeah or, yeah. or if, worst case scenario they don't do that someone will watch it gain some get some value from it and i will be able to you know they might share it onto someone else and it's yeah. just all about giving people value and then as a as a business owner or as a uh, a creator if if you have taken something away from what i've given you in terms of the video you're going to be in a way a little bit thankful for that and you know yeah. your opinion on me will will be positive so yeah you know it at the end of the day it's just about i enjoy it as well like it's good fun and yeah keeping busy sort of thing so yeah no i I, to um, I totally agree i think yeah there's it we're coming to an era where where personal brand is is very important and it when you when people say brand some people who, who aren't fully aware of what it what it means or think oh it's that's businessy and you're just trying to make money and it's not that a personal brand is if you if you are attracted to a brand it's because it provides you value so if you're a person if you're creating a brand out of yourself it's not to say oh look i'm a brand it's to say i'm trying to give you value i'm trying to help in some way so you mm -hmm. know the, in a strange way you know the content that you put out which is like how to make a video like this could be seen as you putting yourself out of a job in the same way if i'm given the sort of like advice of do this, people might not go and get equipped services because they don't need to. They can just watch the free YouTube video to, to listen to, to what, what I'm yeah. saying. But as you said, it's it doesn't work out like that. What happens is they do end up taking more of an interest. They want more of it because it's positive, because it's uplifting, because it's helping them. It ends up in some way coming back around and, and rewarding you long, long term. 100%. And that's what, that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and adding to what you just said there, like I, I remember one of my other friends who he lives in Leeds and he's got a successful video production company. Um, I spoke to him about this the other week. I said like, because he started YouTube and before me at the start of this year, he did it. And 
I spoke to him about it. I said, do you ever worry about if you're teaching the next generation of people how to create videos, you know, you're doing yourself harder jobs. Mm. He was like, well, not really, because there's only so much work you can take as a creator. Yeah. And like, let's be honest, I can't, I can't take every job that like, I realistically, how many can you fit in in a week or in yeah. two weeks or however long? So <laughs> if I'm busy, what does it matter what other people are doing? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. And if I'm, if keeping busy for me is I want to create more YouTube videos and I want to create some, you know, look, I mean, there's a million ways in which you can earn money or you can provide for yourself. Like, I mean, look, there's so much passive income that you can make creating content online anyway that, you know, it could be just like a, you could, there's so much you can gain from it. And those little cons of, okay, you're teaching someone else to do what you do. They're virtually, they're so out, like outweighed by all the pros that there's just like, there's no sort of debate in it really in my eyes. No, no. And if, yeah, and that's it. If you, if you provide and help as people, there's no better thing than that anyway. You know, if someone has that, yeah. as you said before, they have a good opinion of you, then, you know, you, you, you've gained somebody's respect by the work that you're doing and somehow uplifted them in, in their life. That's a, that's a, a rewarding feeling in, in and of itself. Yeah. But you gave loads of, of, of advice through, throughout this yeah. on, on that sort of um, being a young person trying to find out the right career path on whether it's a, a small business creating content, whether it's a person creating a personal brand, what would you say is the key bit of advice that you'd give to somebody who wanted to start creating content more seriously? Uh, see, there's a few things that like part of me wants to say. Part of me wants to say just, just go out and do it, but I've had people tell me that before, and I know it's not the easiest thing to do sometimes. You know, like there's other obstacles people have in their in their way sometimes and you know whether it's an own personal anxiety about doing it or or whether they don't have the tools to do it right now uh, what would the best piece of advice be uh, well i would say you know this is actually probably what it would be i would just be focus on your own game don't worry about what other people are doing mm. genuinely like it's so easy to look around at what other people are creating and see that guy's working twice as many videos as I am. That guy's, Oh my God, he's got this, this thing or like, Oh, how good are his videos? If you just focus on your own game, try and put the blinkers on. If you like say, set yourself a goal. My goal at the moment is I want to do one video a week on YouTube. That's it. That's all I'm giving myself. Nothing more. Not going to, if I, if I give myself too much, I would burn out. And if I give myself too many things to do, I would not get them done. Mm. So if I say to myself, right, one thing a week or whatever that goal is, set it for yourself and then just focus on doing that every week. And I mean, with content, content really is as simple as that in that if you can create something, say you're a business and you think, okay, it's easy to look online as a business and see people saying, in order to be successful, you've got to be posting at least twice a day on Instagram. You've got to be set doing this and this, whatever it is, you know, massive amounts of content that you think there is no way. But if you just said to yourself, set yourself a goal and said, we are going to post a picture or a video, say three or four times a week. Say you set a goal for it and just worked on doing that. Mm. Focus on your own game. Don't worry about what 
Gary V's posting or don't worry about what some other business is posting that's nearby. Just focus on yourself and you will build up that catalogue of content that people will be able to look at. That, that's the way I'm seeing it anyway. Yeah. Just no, focus on your own game. Yeah, I think that's a good, a good bit of advice because sometimes you can put external pressure on you when it's not needed. Yeah. And that can then hinder what you're doing to the point where, you know, if it was a case of, I need to get two posts out a day on Instagram, it can actually hinder you that much where, as you said, it can become a burnout and then you end up actually putting well less than what you would have anyway. Um, exactly. I also think that I mean, your, I mean, yeah. your industry is a bit different. I think your your industry, you have to show the quality of what, because you're trying to, like your videography mm. and content creation, it's like, boom, like I'm taking you to the next level. Where So I think it's harder for, for you to, because you, you know, if, if you're bringing out two videos a day, the quality can be there, but not in the in the video, if that makes sense. It can be in what you're saying yeah. or something else or the, the, the laugh or whatever. It doesn't have to yeah. be like the saturation and the cold tone and, and all this and the quick like, yeah, yeah. between where your content, because you're trying to show people what you, you do, it must take so much time because I know how much time it takes me to make my content and my quality of <sighs> video is is nowhere near the level of what yours is, mate. I don't know how long it must take you to do yours. It, it's not too bad. And, and what you're saying is completely right in that if I'm trying to sell someone my video services, my YouTube video has to be of a quality that would sell. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't... I couldn't throw together a little, like a really basic looking thing because people would be like, why do I want to take advice from this guy? Like, so, so yeah, you're right in a sense. And it does make it difficult to post in regular because, um, you know, creating content that's, uh, it takes time. Yeah. It just simply takes time. Mm. But I, I just think it's just so important to, if you do decide this is a road I'm going to go down, say, say it is content creation just try and all pay attention to what other people are doing and just focus on, okay, write down a plan for the week and say, I'm going to do this. This is the video I want to do this week. Don't worry about what other people are saying about it because it's your business and it's, you've got to be passionate about it yourself in order to do yeah. it. So, so if you decide I'm going to make, uh, I want to make videos. Don't, don't go to someone else and be like, Oh, what should I do a video on? Cause they might completely put a negative spin in your mind on what you were th- thinking of doing already like I, I've had people say to me like oh maybe don't do a video on that because whatever reason blah 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 but then in my head I'm thinking but I wanted to do that video and mm. now I'm neg- now I've got a negative spin in my head and and like it's just just try and focus on yourself honestly just yeah. set yourself a little goal whether it's creating a piece of content or whatever it is just focus on that and make that happen and then carry on doing that but then you can add things later on as you get into a swing of it it's if people try and do too much too soon you just like yeah you burn out honestly so no i think i I, i'll I'll be a bit honest and say you know when lockdown hit i i would say that i put far too much pressure on on myself to to take like Mm. every hour and be like bam 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 and you know i still do a good amount of work every day at the moment but it took a moment in the middle of lockdown for me to go, you know, relax here because you're not getting, it's not the same life situation. You're not playing football in the evening or seeing no. somebody on a Friday or Saturday night to socialize. Yeah. It's a different world. And I was putting that much pressure on myself. 
because I don't, I, I'm a bit strict and I'm like, I don't want to spend this amount of time watching Netflix when I could be doing that. But in a normal scenario, that's because I've only got that certain amount of hours until I go and play football or go and do voluntary youth work, church or, or something else. Um, but I, I put so much pressure on myself and yeah. I found myself working hours and then the quality of what I was actually doing went down. And it's only now yeah. I picked it back up is that I've gone, right, let's let's be careful here. You gotta take care of yourself and your mental health and, and your your your, your fitness Definitely. and all that type of stuff. And and the product productivity will come along the way for sure. Definitely. And I think just to sort of add to that slightly, I think there's online, especially on Instagram, and and I'm sure you will agree with this, like looking around, there's like a I call it, I saw it called online. Um, there's like a, a, it's kind of grind porn. It's like this thing of like everyone saying you've got to grind. And it's like yeah. people like, while there's a very positive message there, people like Gary V. It's also, if that's not what works for you, it's also a very dangerous message to give because I mean, I remember reading a bit of what Gary V said a while back and it was like, if you've got another job, then you need to be getting up at 4 a.m. before you go to work. Then work on your business. Then go to work at 9, come home at 5, and then work on your business again right through till 1 o'clock. He's like, you can basically do two jobs at once. And, you know, while that's possible, I mean, that's not a life that you want to live, really. And, well, it might be for some people if you're, like, a machine. Yeah. That's definitely not for everyone. And this whole idea that you've just got a nonstop grind – no, for lockdown for me, like I sort of took it quite slow to be honest, and I'm starting to pick up on it now. Like a lot of people are, and I thought about it quite in depth at the start. You can make a case for all right, I need to grind through lockdown, but then for me, I mean, it just worked that I wanted to just have a break. And you know what works for everyone. What what I'm trying to say is everyone's. Uh, ideal can be different. Yeah. Like you don't have to grind through lockdown. That might work for that guy, but you know, you don't have to do that. If if your idea of spending lockdown in a like well is to recoup some, you know, pick up on some sleep or you know just relaxing or get your head straight, maybe there's something you wanted to do. You don't have to put pressure on yourself to do that. Like I've seen people being like, I want to learn a new language or. You know, I want to do a front flip in the in the back garden during lockdown. It's like, okay, you can set yourself stuff, but people don't need to put pressure on themselves to do that. Like, just do yeah. what comes to you. I don't yeah. know. It's no, I agree. I agree. I'm 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 a big I'm a big fan of of Gary V. But you've got to take it into the context of your personal life and 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 set goals yeah. that suit you. You can't just copy exactly. somebody else word for word. You need to take. The experience, the information that they're given. I've learned loads from, from Gary V. But one thing that I yeah. did have to do is say, okay, well, also what else is important in my life? I, I do like to, I enjoy, I enjoy my work. I like working. But also I need to make sure that I've got time to, to work on my relationships, my family, my friends, my, my, my partner. I need to make sure that I stay yeah. active and stay healthy. And you, you've got to place it all in. And, you know, it, as you said, it's not, you've got to look at the That's individual. Exactly, yeah. it's individual journey and you can't just go and, and, and copy somebody else learn from them but bring it to bring yeah. the out of you don't just try and copy someone if it's going to make you worse exactly yeah. 
big piece of it. Exactly. Do what's best for you, and and if 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 what is best for you is taking it slowly, and say say for me personally, if I try and change, if I suddenly had an epiphany now and said I want to do this, and then I tried to add too many things. I would, there's no way I would finish it. There is absolutely no way I would finish it. Whereas if, for, for me, what works is just doing one thing at a time and setting myself more attainable goals. And yeah, like the, the Gary Vee message is an absolutely valuable one. And I, I too have learned loads from, from him and like the stats sort of content. Yeah. But you've just got to remember, and I think people do need to know, is that everyone is different and what works for him may not work for you. So just, yeah. just do what works for you, essentially, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, Hafo, I've, I've loved chatting to you, and I feel like I've, I've actually learned stuff about you know, content and, and production for, you know, for my own stuff for, from listening to you. Where can we find your social media channels and the content that you produce? Yeah, so uh, I'm on Instagram at Mike Haffenden, I'm also on YouTube. That's where I'm going to be posting probably the most content if, if anyone is interested in, I don't know, learning how to create content for themselves. Like you, you've uh, very kindly said that you like the quality of my work and, um, well, that's what I'm going to be teaching how to do, that sort of thing. So if you are genuinely interested in whether you've got a small business or if you're also someone who wants to learn content creation, if you head on over, I've got, I'm going to be posting tutorials about how you can do that yourself. And, you know, I know having hiring someone in to do it is expensive and not something that everyone can do. So um, there'll be some tricks and stuff over there. So if anyone is interested, YouTube is probably the main one. But yeah, I'm on, I'm on all the usual suspects, sort of like Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook, but I don't really use it. So um, yeah. yeah, YouTube or Instagram. Definitely. But no, and I'll back that. I, I, I can definitely recommend like, some of the work, as I said at the start, it's just like, wow, how have you managed to make that catch it on camera? So yeah, definitely go and check out Mike's stuff. Well, Mike, big thanks for, for coming on the show. You've gave loads of advice, loads of help, hopefully loads of values to the, to the listening. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing the work that you produce in the future. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Remember, make sure you check out at Equip Group or at Liam Kiss on social media. If you'd like to watch this interview, then head over to our YouTube channel at Equip Group. And remember, if you like our vibe, click subscribe. See you next time for more Biz with Kiss.